0: Welcome to A Powerful Encounter with the Word of God Brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle This morning my message is very interesting I call it the spirit of confusion But the spirit of confusion is a very common spirit And as I meditated on this thing yesterday I realize that the spirit of confusion is one of the reasons why the wealth is depleted of resources. And when I talk about resources, I'm talking about especially human resources. The spirit of confusion is the one that makes us kill good people and leave bad people alive. So when you walk in the, in the town, you realize that sometimes they kill the good people. You go to every departmental office. It's the good people they are killing is the good people they are reporting is the good people they are transferring is the good people they are moving from the town you go to some towns and if you are good you'll be transferred they will report you they will attack you until you are removed they want their bad people in position now that word confusion You see, when you talk about principalities and powers and thrones and dominions, you are talking about it in the heavenlies, and sometimes you don't understand it too well, but all these principalities and powers and thrones and dominions and demons, they use human beings. They can live in water, trees, but for them to orchestrate their plan, they must use a human being. And when they enter the human being, the first thing they target is your brain. It's just like when COVID-19 enters a person. The, the COVID-19 is immediately looking for your lungs. One, your lungs is one of the places it looks for. When the demon of confusion enters you, it just takes your brain, your mind. And confusion, synonyms, some synonyms of confusion are misperception. And I looked at the, the words, and all of them are big words. Misperception is one Misunderstanding is the other one. Mix-up is another one. Mistake is the other one. And a bigger word for you to know, I went to school. Perplexity. Perplexity. There are words you use, not because they are too important to the context, but they just show you went to school. And when you went to school, you read English. (laughs) Misunderstanding, misperception, mistake, mix-up is a mix-up i remember the situation where comfort Manchester's son was sick they took him to hospital and there was a mix-up confusion they were going to take this boy into the theater and perform operation this is a live situation the guy is sitting in the in the in the ward and they come and they say they are looking for who was his name elliot elliot get ready for operation and here are nurses standing dressed ready for operation dressed in their uniform and they brought the boy a gown The mother had brought this boy to church to pray at Bethesda and when they prayed the mother told the boy you are healed now when they came to the boy and said operation the boy said no operation she said mama it's a mistake she said mama mama tell them it's a mistake i went to Bethesda and prayed i cannot be the one for that operation it's a mistake it's a mistake So one nurse said, one nurse who is trained in medicine and also in common sense. Because you can be trained in nursing, but common sense can be a problem. She went to the computer to check. When she checked, it was another Elliot. Not this particular Elliot they were going to operate. But there was a spirit of confusion. Many of you sitting here today are taking medication you shouldn't have taken. You've done operation which was not meant for you. You went on a journey, you shouldn't go. You were transferred where you shouldn't go. You were sacked from a job, you were not the one. Listen to me. There are many of you who are hated for no crimes. You didn't do anything, but you are hated. Confusion. You go to the prison, and there are people who are lying there, who should not have been there, but spirit of confusion and mix-up just put them there. The spirit is a common spirit moves around the whole world when it possesses a person it creates misunderstanding in him or her that will let the person take decisions that would destroy relationships no somebody can throw down her whole marriage or his whole marriage because of the spirit of confusion misperception misunderstanding mix-up mistake perplexity misunderstand things and throw down a whole ministry or a whole church, misunderstand things and bring down a whole business, sometimes the spirit of confusion can lead to death. That is the spirit that made them crucify Jesus. In fact, without the spirit of confusion, maybe they wouldn't have crucified Jesus. But on that day, many people were shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And they didn't know what they were shouting about. The Bible said at the feast, the governor has to release onto the people any prisoner the people wanted. In fact, some original texts say the governor has to release anyone he the governor wanted because the Jews at that time did not have the right to decide who is dying and who is not dying because the Romans are colonizing so they, could have been, they couldn't have been the ones determining who should die or who should not die. So this scripture, you can read it as, now at the feast, the governor was wont to release onto the people whom he wanted. Whom he wanted. He was the one who granted the amnesty. It's like in Ghana, if somebody has to grant amnesty, it has to be the president in some of the cases. Now let's go, verse 16. Now, they had a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Now, so there was this notable prisoner called Barabbas. And I'll talk to you more about Barabbas later. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto the people, Whom would you that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. He, He said, Whom would I release unto you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ. For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. Listen, Pilate knew this man had done nothing wrong. It's just envy. That made them deliver him to the crucified. And when he was set down at the judgment seat, his wife, and thank God for this kind of wife, sent unto him saying, now have nothing to do with that just man. For I have suffered many things this day of him because of him in a dream. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. Sometimes it's so strange that the destruction of the good people comes from the church. It comes from the priests. It comes from pastors and prophets and apostles and teachers and evangelists. They lead that crusade to destroy good people. They lead that crusade to put the poison of confusion in people's minds. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will I release... You, that I, will you that I shall release to you? They said Barabbas. And Pilate said unto them, What shall I then do with Jesus, who is called Christ? And they shouted, Let him be crucified. Now look at where the confusion led to, led them to. And the governor said, What? Why? What evil has he done? But they cried at the more, saying, Let him be crucified. Now if you are writing an exam, you failed. What evil has he done? Answer, let him be crucified. You have an F. When Pilate saw that he could prevail, nothing. But that rather the tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Look at their answer. Then answered all the people, and said his blood be on us and on our children. <laughs> his blood, Ody and the blood, no dear Cassa M. Rouse because Obey and him say, Witch me now. Oma, Odu Jimmy Ediko Guamus, Obey and him say, Witch me, Obey and him say, Only answer and the blood be let his blood be on me. Stop there. And on our word. Children. Some of you sitting here today don't know that once upon a time maybe an ancestor of yours went and practiced foolishness and added you to it. Go to Israel today and see. It is a land that is blessed but they import almost everything including even gold they make a lot of gold products but they themselves will tell you a lot of the gold they have to import it because somebody stood there and said his blood be upon us and upon our children now let me show you something about the barabbas they freed because many of you when you read the bible you are lazy you don't read it well The spirit of confusion moved the people to ask for Barabbas, and the Barabbas was a robber, an armed robber, who had committed insurrection. That means this is an armed robber who had staged an insurgency to try to uproot even the Roman government and things like that. And in the insurgency, or the insurrection, they killed a man. He was part of the people who killed the man. And when you kill somebody, you have to die by death sentence. Now the people wanted Barabbas Radha believes but reading the name Barabbas and its meaning is very interesting you and I know that Ba means son now Rabas Ba means son and Abbas means father so he is the son of a father now when you read it the son of a father it doesn't tell you too much but in those days when you said the son of a father there were two implications about Barabbas name the son of the father in that case meant the father's child who was spoiled or ruined this is the spoiled child of a father it's like somebody's walking and they call it a java. how many of you know a Jabba? so so when they say a java, they are talking about the, the son of a father now, in this particular Barabbas case, when they said Barabbas, they were talking about the son of a father who is ruined. That means this is a ruined son who belongs to a father. So like they say, Biarga, Biarga. That, that means this is a spoiled child. A ruined child. A destroyed child. Another meaning they gave to this name Barabbas was that he was the child of his father the devil. The child of his father the devil. So This was the devil's child walking about in town, robbing and and causing insurrection. And the people said, release Barabbas. Let Barabbas go free. We want Barabbas in our bedroom. We want Barabbas in our living room. We want Barabbas on our street. We want Barabbas teaching our children in school. We want Barabbas to be the one doing business in town. In fact, we want Barabbas as our accountant. What about Jesus? Killing. How many good people haven't we killed and crucified? And by the spirit of confusion, which is fueled by envy, we left bad people walking about on the streets. Now, the Bible said, now, the, the thing that happened to them was they were moved. As I studied this scripture, I I, I just came across a word to be moved. And, and that is because I, I could only see people being moved, crucify him, crucify him, and they didn't even know why they were shouting. Then I remember Paul, Jesus said if you come after me take up this cross and follow me and the cross is the same cross that Jesus Christ carried and Paul was an apostle who took up his cross and followed Jesus Paul went through the same thing Agabus prophesied and said so will the Jews do unto the owner of this ghetto? and Paul got up and said I am not only ready to suffer in Jerusalem but also to die Paul eventually got to Jerusalem and in Acts chapter 21 verse 26, Paul took the man and the next day purifying himself with them entered into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. And when seven days were almost ended, when the seven days were almost ended, they saw him in the temple they stirred up all the people and laid hands on him so chaos tumult confusion riot crying out you men of israel help you think a lion is coming to kill them this is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people and against the law and against this temple and as further taught the greeks and as further brought greeks into this temple and has polluted this holy place this man has polluted the holy place it's like the way the, the week we were doing the and some of you when the lawyers came here some of you looked at the place they polluted the place because what was taking place was not a church service <laughs> they polluted the place for they had seen before in the city Drophimus and Ephesian, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. Verse 29. And verse 30 says, And all the city was moved. That word moved is what I'm talking about. And they ran together and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple. And forthwith the doors were shut. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain. The band and all Jerusalem was in uproar. The whole of Jerusalem is aflame. And they went about to kill him. Tidings came, yeah, and was an uproar. Just give me verse 32, I'll be stopping there. And immediately they took soldiers and centurions and ran down onto them. And when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, they left beating Paul. Now, you've just arrested him, man. You are beating him. And the Bible said the whole city was in uproar the whole city was moved. You can imagine a whole city charged. The atmosphere is similar to some of the times when you can just see one comment in Ghana by somebody, and then BAM the whole the whole country is in uproar. And you are trying to ask what did the person say? What did the person mean? And you don't know. It's that somebody is angry. Because a pastor said something, a politician said something, an academician said something, a businessman said something, a foreigner said something, a strange person has said something. Then they ask, so the thing is said, what is the meaning? I don't know. I'm only angry. Why are you angry? You tell them because your business is failing. Tell them I'm broke. Tell them I'm sick. You are just hiding behind somebody's what somebody said just to create frustration for yourself. Create, and you will see them threatening. We will bend down this place. We will kill that person. We will throw that one down. A whole city is in uproar. And the whole thing was based on the presumption that they had seen Paul with trophimus trophimus was an ephesian and for that matter he was a gentile whom paul had converted and when paul was going back to jerusalem he took trophimus along with him and they saw trophimus in town with paul so they concluded that if trophimus was in town with him then when he entered the temple he was there with him but factually trophimus was not in the temple Paul was too enlightened to take Trophimus and send him into the temple, knowing the irrationality of these people. Now, talking about the word irrationality, I want to bring to you some words that are akin to to confusion and to misunderstanding and to mistakes and to, to misinterpretations. I want to give you some words. One of them is illogicality. Many people you see with confusion are illogical. They, there is illogicality in their thinking. The, the whole thinking is not logical. The other thing is that it is irrational. Irrational means being polite not to say they are mad. The white people are honest. When they are getting angry without reason, they say, and I'm mad. And you can see where they are, border map Because, and then so. Confusion goes with irrationality. It goes with illogicality. And then it goes with incongruity. Incongruity. The person is doing something you just can't add up. Why, why is this person relating this to that? You just can't tell. The thing is incongruous. Then add it to insensitivity. Insensitivity. Because even if he brought a Gentile into the church, is the Gentile not a human being? If they brought the Gentile into a nation, now they so sometimes you go to you go to some families and somebody's going to marry somebody and the parents say, no way. Why wouldn't they marry them? Yeah, they don't come from our hometown. They come from that town. They come from that city. They belong to that race. Some parents who call their children, I never want you to marry from that tribe. You yourself, what tribe do you belong to? You too, there are people who don't want to marry from your tribe anyway. And you too, how will you feel when you hear white people saying they don't want to marry a black man? Because you see, as prestigious as you may be as a black man, there are some people too, who don't like black men and they don't like blacks. Whether you are a prestigious black, an ignoble black, an honorable black, as for those people, black, not black. You can even be holding cities say i'm a german german black american black british black they don't respect it black is black and i was you. my children will not marry from that tribe and we have nothing to do with that tribe and we have nothing to do with that tribe and the white man is sitting down and just laughing at you yeah look at them And then you go you go to some places too, as soon as you start speaking, they say you have accent. And I'm like, you are you are saying I'm a black man, I have accent. Have you listened to somebody from Scotland before? Me and the Scot who is clearer. And there are times with this are black skin, you can go somewhere. Your English is much better than somebody who is an Arab. I, I remember the other day we went we went to Dubai and the English they were speaking. You can go to your hotel and then we'll pick you from your hotel and then we will come. What is your age? And then, they, you know, yeah, yeah, from Africa. Yeah, we went to kurumasi And I'm looking at them. This one is not accent. This one is full stop. And the strange thing is the white people can understand all that. But when you are black, you speak the English like Amma Ababre speaks it. They still say, pardon me. Speak it like Akushia. abuja pardon me. And let Mahmoud Tarheel, a white man, an Arab, come. Tomorrow we are going to a town for tourism. Whether it's tourism or terrorism, we don't know. They understand all that. You know, it, it's a whole discrimination. It's, it's something that is lodged in your mind. You just hate some kind of people for no reason. They've done nothing to you. For example, when somebody sitting in Accra, you say, I'm going to Bogatanga. They say, hey, hey, Borga, well. it's too far. Another person is in Boga, and you say, I'll take you to Accra tomorrow. hey, hey thank you, thank you, thank you, you take it's the same distance it's the same distance now the illogicality is that the one who says a to what in Accra when you are taken to Boga you tell the same person I cope this amount I do kwa Hey, come and see what the Lord has done. para. No, no, no. It's not agamapara, You need parasitamo. This one has nothing to do with Agame Bura Buru. Agama para no, you need parasitamo. Because you see, abroad they said they are going to take you it's far further, is further than if you were coming to Bogatanga but when they said Bogatanga, you said it's far. When they said Accra, you said Agamibu, Alleluia Gamapara, hallelujah, para. Something, look at somebody and say, I'm not saying you, but something is wrong with us. The way we think. The Bible said a whole city was moved. And And, and you know what, people, whether we like it or not, listen, whether we like it or not, Every one of us here on earth, you are a character under the influence of a remote control. It's either God is controlling you, the Holy Ghost is controlling you, or there's a demon or principality sitting somewhere and controlling you. Now the spirit of confusion comes from a certain realm. In the days of the building of the city of Babel, the Bible said, God said, let us go there and let us divide their tongues and let us put confusion among them so that they will not understand one another. And God moved in, set up big confusion among them. They were now speaking languages they couldn't understand. That was confusion. That was confusion. So God himself sometimes uses confusion as the tool and as the weapon of war. You remember in the days of Jehoshaphat, when the armies turned against one another. So everybody turned against his ally and they began to kill one another. That is confusion. When the enemy wants to bring confusion into a house, a man's foes shall be day of his own house. So you see, brother is fighting brother, sister is fighting against sister, and you can't separate the fight. I have been in some of those fights. Sisters are fighting, you can't separate. All of them believe they are logical in the way you are. Th- they are thinking. But I tell you people, some principality, some spirit is just tearing your family apart. And as long as you are torn apart, you will be destroyed as a people, no matter how smart you are. So, trying to prove to you that the spirit of confusion or the behavioral patterns of human beings on earth is controlled from a certain source. Every one of us here, something in the heavenlies, something, either it is God or a demon, a principality. A power. So if it is not God that is controlling the way you are thinking, something is moving you. I have seen people and the level of their hatred, the level of their bigotry, the anger in them, the the, the frustration in them, how they are using their own hands to tear down their whole family, their own family. They are bringing it down. And when you ask them, they have good reasons for doing it. There's no reason. A demon is just manipulating You read in the Bible, and the Bible is talking about the God of this world, blinding the mind of the people. So you see somebody walking up I'm not. A, I'm, nobody will control me, nobody will confuse my life, nobody will compel me to go to church, nobody can let me enter one of these churches, I will never believe in Jesus, I don't believe in no trinity, I don't believe in this, I don't believe Jesus is the savior of the world, I'm a free thinker, you are not a free thinker, you are a controlled thinker, something is controlling you. Look at the way Paul said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that perish. When the devil takes hold of your mind, sometimes at that point, you even think you are wiser than everybody else. Nobody can talk to you. You hear those people say, and nobody on earth, no human being on earth can convince me to do otherwise. When I hear that statement, I leave you alone. No, no, no! I, because you see, if I come to tackle it, Pastor Jemfis, you are not going to pay me a salary for going in. Why should I do a jumehunu? A juma to yameka. Maybe be Bibi am away dimatemaka. I don't who a mini skin. Metallic shit and a gumino. I'm running like a man is having confusion with his wife and says, And if anybody from the church comes to talk to me about this thing, I will insult that person. And I heard it. They told me. And I said, Oh, really? And I watched them going from bad to worse, from bad to worse, from bad to worse. And because me too, I don't like insult. Especially insult for which they will not pay you. If it's an insult with salary attached, like Bruno Fernandes, you can kick them over the bar, they will insult you, but that week you will still receive 300,000K. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you Rich